0: Hi everyone, welcome to Millennium Live, a digital diary podcast. We sit down with the top C-suite executives and talk all things digital transformation. Today we sat down with our 10th edition transformational CMO Assembly keynote speaker, David Sable. He's the former global CEO of Young and Rubicam and currently works with WPP as their senior advisor. David addressed our C-suite audience, giving them lessons in leadership, drawing from his personal experience from when he met the Pope. We sat down with David afterwards to get the full scoop of just how this adventure came about and how executives can relate to these lessons from an advertising legend. Thank you for joining us, David.
1: Oh, thank you. It's wonderful to be here. And listen, before we begin, we are in Denver and we have to reprise something very, very important. So you ready? Rocky Mountain High, Colorado. <laughs> okay, now we can Thank go live. Thank you ahead. for that.
0: <laughs> so you spent quite a few years at Young and Rubicam as their global CEO. And being in this company, in this role during a major transformation, I'm sure you've seen a lot of change. <laughs> what, what was that like?
1: So what was the change like? Clearly, the change was interesting. Why? Because you always have people who are what I call the liberated oppressed The people who are just waiting for the change. And as soon as you start change, they're just out there. They're the leaders. They run. But then you have sort of like the entrenched trolls. And they just don't want to move. They don't want to do anything. And it's a problem. And so there's always this tension between the two. And then you have new people that you bring in who who kind of get it. I think the good thing in our industry, in my view, is that the advertising industry has always been at the forefront of technological change and so it amazes me that somehow our own press our own industry press sometimes write about advertising is dead and this is dead and that's dead and yet microsoft sells advertising google sells advertising amazon sells and they call it advertising so hello i think that we took a left turn someplace a few years ago and now we're sort of back we took, now we went all the way to the right and come back to the middle The notion of our industry, when you think about radio, was a huge technology. We jumped in, we owned it. Television, cinema, these were huge technologies that required us to be incredibly intelligent and innovative and entrepreneurial around technology. Think about what the first color television commercial was like. In fact, our company did it. But think about what it was like. When they did it, like three people in America had color TVs, but they knew that ultimately would be this. They had to learn how to do it. Sadly, when it came to digital channels, people went, oh, my God, it's technology. I don't know what to do. And I think that we've overcome that, and now we're back to understanding that it's a marketing. These are marketing channels. They're really important. They're used differently. They connect differently. But at the end of the day, that's the point. They have to connect with people, and that's what we're really good at. So the change was difficult. There were people who just didn't get it, But for the good part is I think the industry as a whole understands it. And so we manage.
0: So you're currently the senior advisor at WPP. And we recently saw in the news that WPP has returned to growth for the first time in a while. And that's because of, you know, the ad group is really working with fewer agency brands. So it seems fewer, stronger brands is the way to go. Is that what we're thinking?
1: I think that that's part of the strategy. I think in general, um, Mark Reed is an incredible CEO. He has completely transformed the company. We talked today about being a company at the center of creative transformation for our clients. And that creative transformation touches everything that they do. It touches technology, it touches their culture, it touches our culture, it touches marketing, it touches literally every single aspect of the work that they do and that we do together. So I think that Mark's vision of us as a group is more important than any single coming together of companies. Clearly we need it to be to be more united because at the end of the day, you can't have ten of everything. And I think that was part of the problem. So now that we have rationalized, I think in the greatest way, VML Y, and R is an incredible powerhouse. And it made a lot of sense to bring them together. Wonderman Thompson, the same thing. And they're gonna be more. It's so a Burson-Marsteller, Conan Wolf. So now it's called BCW. These are really important things, and I think that when you think about how we bring these companies together around the notion of career transformation, how we apply their power to our clients, it's no real big deal why we've returned to growth. It's clear,
0: and it's exciting to see where it's headed. Oh my God! Yeah. <laughs> so I'm curious to hear your thoughts on the disappearing role of a CMO and. You know, what, what are your thoughts on either eliminating the role or changing the role? Or what, what are your thoughts on this? Well, it's disappearing this? is the title.
1: <laughs> like, you know, it's funny. I read this. Oh, my God. The title is changed. Now they're the chief growth officer. They're the chief this officer. The chief that officer. It's like it rose by any other name. Let's be really clear. CMO is a relatively new title. When I started the business, there were no CMOs. There were ad directors. And their directors were important people, and they worked with they worked with the agencies. But the brand managers actually were the ones who had the relationships. So when you worked with P and G, you worked on one of the brands. So, for example, I worked on. Um, I worked on Liquid Prell? There's a good one. I worked on Liquid Prell was a was a major power safeguard soap, two major products in the day. You worked with the brand manager. There was no CMO. There was no ad director. You and the brand manager rather were partners. And you presented together to P&G management, which consisted of regional managers, global managers, whatever, and the ad director and the media director. But they sort of just managed the totality of relationships you managed with the brand manager, the actual work. That was an incredible model. And I think what happened was these ad directors somehow became elevated and became CMOs. Too many of them stayed ad directors. And so the first thing that they did was, hey, I'm the new CMO, I'm going to do an ad search. And all of a sudden, you, you start a new ad agency search. Well, maybe the old agency was good, maybe they weren't. Chances are they were, and you just needed to fix the relationship, or chances are you didn't need to do anything. But now I bought myself six months. So then it takes six months to onboard them. Now it's 12 months, and six months for a campaign, 18 months, and that was basically the tenure so think about it 18 months and not a lot happened except they changed the agency and then the next guy comes in and changes the agency again it's no wonder that there have been issues here so i don't care what you call it the biggest issue is for the cmo to get into the c-suite and i think that's the problem cmos for the most part now there are some exceptions for sure i won't tell you who but there are exceptions and i think if you just read the trades and if you read the if you read the business press you know who they are but very few of them are really in the C-suite, are sitting there making the strategic decisions that have to be made around the whole company.
0: So you last night gave a great keynote address on what we called it, "Help me shatter conventional wisdom," and it was great. So what were you hoping to instill upon the audience um, as they, you know, go back to their day to day as a C-suite executive?
1: So what I hope to do with when I do keynotes like this is just get people to think, just to think. So I think there are different ways to think, right? So people talk about thinking, oh, I've got to think out of the box. So I'm not sure what that means because sometimes thinking in the box is actually the very most creative thing that you can do because there is no way to get out of the box. But if you can, within the box, be creative, my God, think about how incredibly creative you are. One of the things I always say is imagine if I give you a white canvas and a bunch of pain. Like you can do whatever you want. That's pretty easy. But if I give you a three-quarter finished canvas and say finish it, much harder. It's much harder to be creative. So sometimes in the box is, is as creative as anything else, sometimes out of the box. Sometimes you need to be out of sight of the box. So what I try to do is to raise questions and to question things that people just take for granted, like the notion of disruption. I think disruption needs to be rethought. We have way too many CMOs, way too many. Marketing directors, way too many people running around saying, oh my God, I've got to be disruptive. Bring me something disruptive. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means. Do riders of Uber want to be disrupted? Do buyers of Amazon want to be disrupted? I don't think so. So what is disruption? And we talked about that a little bit last night, my view of disruption. But I think in all of these things, we just need to take a step back and think about the language and think about what is it we're actually trying to do. At the end of the day, we're all actually trying to do the same thing. That is to connect with a consumer, a user, a buyer, a customer. Make them feel good about our product. Have an emotional connection and get them to buy. And as we heard last night, buy again. Because loyalty is way more, at the end of the day, it's way more profitable than constant acquisition and a leaky bucket.
0: Well, thank you so much for being here, David. And we hope to see you again soon.
1: My pleasure, and I look forward to it. And remember, Rocky Mountain (laughs) High. (laughs) <laughs> Thanks a lot. You will.
0: Thanks so much for tuning in. Make sure to listen and subscribe to our podcast exclusively on iTunes and SoundCloud to get the inside scoop from top execs in the world of digital transformation.